Long past the hour for quitting labor, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognized nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular Masons, irregular Masons, co-Masons, Canadian Masons, or Internet wannabe Masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after lodge banter. Welcome to After Lodge, episode 103. I'm After Lodge Jason. That's After Lodge Harlan. Hello. It's After Lodge Tony. Why? why we're, That's we're After Lodge After Bruce. Lodge in front of his name already? That's After Lodge Bruce. Okay. What's up? We're all here for After Lodge mm. on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Not After Lodge at all. Show of no. laws. Yeah, like 12 hours After Lodge. It's kind of... It's always after Lodge if you really think about it. Yeah. Just a long so enough time frame. It's also before Lodge. We're all a little... Ah. You're blowing my simple human mind, man. <laughs> We're all a little beat. It was a long night. It was. Long night. We installed our new master. And others. And I others. have a question for all of you before we do anything else. Would either one of you ever leave the house in that shirt that Tony is wearing? If I was Tony, yes. Well, they have an ugly sweater competition at the office that I never take part in, so no. If I was Tony, I'd wear that like throughout the but year. This is just another example of what I was trying to tell the master last night about how his father is out of control. Also, what's up with his hair today? I, I, I don't know. Like, like last night, it's after Lodge. We're all gathered in the Tyler's room breaking fish with our brethren. Oh, well, except and, for me. I wasn't. I couldn't go in well, there. So, we're, we're, we're sitting around. Never I mean, got it's it. Okay, like, that was just me and Harlan. Like Everybody ne- else just walked in there. What do you want us to make them, like, turn around and go back? You like can't I'm, come in here. Go where Jason is. Like, I never got any fish, either. Just for the record, like, okay, I was never well, offered Well, that's your fish. fault, then, because there uh, was fish back fish when the rest like, of the food was the out there. the entire night, and there's still, like, people didn't even eat it. half of Not that salmon filet in the, in the fridge. So. That was good. That was good. Good fish. Yes, there's, there's more locks for you. However... We're sitting there, we're talking about the truisms of the, uh, well, I can't actually share what we're talking about, because I don't know how to say it without censoring myself. And then, next thing I know, the chaplain comes in to the Tyler's Lounge, throws the ashtray we're using on the floor, shatters it everywhere. That happened. Mm -hmm. Walks over quietly and slaps Bruce. Twice. And then slaps him again. Almost dumped... The little plate of, of fancy smoked salmon that we were we were nibbling on 
Well, you had to dive to catch it. It was that yeah. or the ashtray full of nails. Yeah. And why, I, th- I think, you, I think you made the right choice. Why was the, I don't even know why that was a thing. I, I have no idea why there were nails in that ashtray, but there were about a dozen oh. nails in this ashtray. There was no ashes in it. It was just, it was like a yeah. completely clean ashtray with, with like nails. 20 nails. Well, now it's it. gone because, you know. Because there was the a pile of nails and broken glass on the floor. And so then I, I try to go get the master to explain how, how his father is out of control yet again. And he just kind of laughed. So I don't think we're going to get anything done this year. And, and now he's he's here with his, with his slick back hair and his... Tony, still, uh, like, my face is still a little sore from where he hit me. What's yeah, up with I'm, the hair, I'm dude? I'm really upset he didn't give me time to... Go ahead. This show is going to be huge. Oh. It is so huge. It's going to be great. I'm telling you, you don't know how great this show is going to be. Oh. I don't... Uh. Yes, proper introductions are order. Is he I, doing I, a bit? Yeah, I suppose that that this is uh, this is Ronnie Stump. Who? My name is. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Shouldn't have to introduce my introduce myself. Everybody already knows who I, I am because I'm so are, huge. Ronald. I'm huge. My name is Ronald Stump. I am He's a, running for grandmaster. I'm running for grandmaster. Hmm. And uh, if you if you elect me, it'll be great. It's going to be so great. Let me tell you, it's it, it's just going to be huge. It's going to be great. What's I mean, your, is this uh, a parody of a person we actually know? Kind of, I guess. What's like, your uh, which what, what's your platform looking like there, Ronnie? It's going to be great. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me just tell you how great it's going to be. You won't believe how great it's going to be. It's going to be great. Uh, first of all, my plan. Is I'm going to build a wall around Ohio, and I'm going to make them pay for it. I'm listening. Oh, continue. Oh, you have our. I attention. just got the hair. That's the hair. <laughs> the hair. Yeah, I got it. Okay. I, yeah, I got it on walling around Ohio. Okay. Like he, well, I mean, I'm in. I, right. I know. All right. What are you going to do about all those floppy heads coming sorry, down here I and taking our podcasting germs? I'm going to make a ban against all Canadians. Canadians will not be allowed to come into this country until, until well, I'm, I'm not really going to ban them. I'm going to make a temporary ban and not let them in for a little while until we can figure out what's going exactly on. Exactly what's going on. Until yeah. we can figure out what is happening. What if we had True some down. kind of identifying... It's going to be huge! Some kind of identifying mark we could put on them. You're talking while I'm talking? Are you talking while I'm talking? Yes. Okay, let, let's get this straight here, uh, sleepyhead. It's not even a good. It's not even a good impression of him. Like I mean, it took me a very. You didn't even long, answer my question. Like I'm still not hearing him. Anyway, go on. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be so great. You won't believe how great it's gonna be. I mean, he he had me at Wall Around Ohio. That's. <sighs> I I mean I agree with that. I mean like. And we've got those radical Canadians that, that we, we, I mean, we don't wall, know what to do about them. So The wall around Ohio is the only reason I'm letting this continue. All right, so before we get into our weeks, uh, you know, it's the last day of After Lost Hanukkah. It's the last show before Christmas. Where, where, where does this come from with, with your... I told ch- you ch- I went to the Jews for Jesus and... Uh, it was over last week. They don't know how to read Hebrew. They said that Hanukkah ends on Christmas when Santa Claus comes down the chimney and blows out the last candle. I don't think they would lie to me. So, oh, you're right. Why? Why would the Jews for Jesus lie about anything? That's... So, without further ado, like I believe, <clears throat> you see, I went back to him this week, and first of all, 
It's the last week, so you have much bigger gifts. Now, I believe this is a dish towel, Harlan, but it's it's got your little star on it. Maybe you could put it on your arm. Or maybe it's like one of those things you put around your neck. I'm not real sure, uh, but, I, but I got you that, so you can use it for whatever oh. you purposes well, it thanks. would serve. That's going to be the handkerchief he carries around with so him. So considerate. Maybe it's like a headscarf. I am unsure. There we go. And now you look like one of them Sam people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I got I, I started there. Um, Bruce, you can go ahead. I. Uh, I uh, well, and 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 continuing with the with the um, the route we we've been on. I, I got you a dreidel. Yeah, so there's there's another dreidel. There's another dreidel. That one's uh, colorful and yellow. Yeah, almost full Thanks. set now. Now when I spin this one around does it have the face of paul in it giving me a thumbs up yes you, i think so maybe about paul again well yeah it's the jews for jesus man they're <clears throat> all about some paul mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. didn't we cover him last night yeah i also we weren't recording last night just so you know likewise got you one of these uh fancy i don't know handkerchief things I mean, or, really where are you I finding mean, these things? Or, i mean or they're whatever huge. they are uh it's they're, i don't i think it's a dish towel i, I, I don't know what these are me neither do I. I think it's those things you put around your neck, maybe. Like you put one on one side and one on the other side. Nah, maybe have... maybe it's like a place-setting mat. Mm, maybe. maybe. That's about the size it is. I'm going to make an apron. You know what it. I think it is? I see, think it's, Look I, on the back and see if it says... I think it's a menorah cloth. Oh, I there are you, elastic bands on the back. I believe you put your menorah on that, on the table, so that the wax don't get on the table. Huh. Uh, that's what I'm going to go with. That's, that would be a good size okay. for that. So I went back to the Jews for Jesus, and uh, you spent a lot of money at the Jews for Jesus there's, place. There, hold on, you? there's one more little gift from Tony that Tony should get first. Tony, you want to give your gift? I got this dreidel here for you, and it's huge. It's huge, I tell you. And this is for you. And let me tell you something. I like the Jews. The Jews love me. All the Jews love me. I got friends that are Jews, and. Uh, yeah, I like the Jews. And once I'm a grandmaster, uh, we're gonna let Jews. Stay in the ante room. Thank you, Ronald. Thanks. That's not that Thanks, huge. Ronald. It's the exact I, same size of all the I other love, dreidels we've got. I love in. how he was holding it between his two sausage fingers, like this little <laughs> dreidel, and talking to him. It's huge. It's huge. You're going to love it. Well, it's not the first time. That's how he works. It's the same size as all the other ones, but... Yeah. So then I went... It's all about how you talk it up. So I went back to him, because I feel like you haven't been very appreciative of your Afrologic Tonic, I guess. I feel like you've kind of been making fun of them, like, I don't know. And so I told them, like, you really weren't responding, and they said that that one problem that a lot of Jews have is they're real jealous of uh, this tradition that started in, like, the past five to six years of something called a uh, elf on a shelf. Oh, that. Where they have fun with, uh, uh, you know, the elf. And every night he moves to a different place and he watches the kid for Santa Claus to make sure the kid don't do anything wrong, you know. Because there's nothing like training a kid that he's being watched all the time by someone in a position of authority. Um, It's very helpful. Yeah. Uh, But they said that there's this new thing that uh, every Jew uh, kid's going to love. Oh, you're you're shitting me. Gonna love that it's just like Elf on the it's Shelf, except it's thing. called uh, Minch on the Bench. Oh. Uh, so uh, oh, now you can participate in the uh, <laughs> Elf on a Shelf. Uh, I saw this on Shark Tank. <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, phenomenon. Um, Did you guys see that, that yeah. episode when no. we were pitching it? No. no. Uh, 
so, Barbara bought bought into this, so now now you're supporting crazy Barbara. I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about as far okay. as Barbara or whatever. But basically, you can move him around the house at night, like and yeah. put him in situations. So your kid gets up and thinks he's magically Scare moving around. Yeah. It's got a book um, that comes with him that tells the the meats on a bench story. Uh, Minch. Minch um, on a like, bench. I like Minsk. Uh, so, uh, I think that means something else. It's a very Hebrew-looking gentleman. He, well, he's a mensch. Of course he is. Got the curly cues and the hat and yes. the big beard. And, uh, so uh, there you go. Uh, no, that's uh, that's really cool. Thanks. That's... Oh, you think that was cool? Yeah, no, my wife is actually going to love this. Oh. oh like, shit. Mm. I was hoping it would be like, demeaning no. and kind of piss you off in a fact, little bit. In fact, I kind of need to like send her a picture of this before I come home. Like, I'm going to take a picture of it as soon as we change subjects. That is that is awesome. Uh, Was not meaning that to be a real gift. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, she saw it. She saw, We saw it on, on, like, Shark Tank, and then she was, like, going to order one. And like, don't do that. That's mm. that's dumb. But since, you know, you, you already there gave you the money he, to he, the he Jews said it's dumb, for Jesus. So that's, 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 like, that's as close as you're getting. No, what's dumb is giving the money to, to that I'm, like, guy, super but, upset of how much I paid for that. And how it's a real gift. That was supposed to be a joke gift. Because, like all Jew items, it was quite overpriced. Yeah. Wait. It, it was, I think, more than the actual Did Elf on the Shelf. Did you pay retail price for that? No, no, no. If you'll notice, the box is a little damaged. I got it from, like, yeah. a scratch and dent place the day after Chanika actually ended. So it was also, like, oh. a percentage off of that. So See, I thought that it fell out of a mailbox or a no, truck or no, something. No, 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 no. I, 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 don't, I don't steal. I kill. Uh, so, mm. yeah. I thought there's like a whole bin of goodies at the post office of stuff that fell out of boxes. Or that's, that's, that's just no. his. That's illegal. Oh. I mean, no, that's not his. So, uh... No, thank you. Like, really. Like, I really didn't want to thank you. Like, you, you went through a lot of effort. Like, this backfired on me. To to provide gifts to, to the Harlan clan. He is appropriately appreciative. For all 22 days... Of After Lodge Chanaka. Yes. That is a lot of oil. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's Lodge oil. It came from the fish fry, so uh, it burns even longer than the temple oil. That makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, thank you all for... <coughs> I'm allergic to your gifts. <coughs> Perfect. And... Um, uh, as a person speaking matters. who is now allergic to everyone, I do not appreciate your... Uh, your lightheartedness use of the word allergy. Yeah, what happened? I think he was making real funny thing. when he sneezed right there. I yeah. think that's what was happening. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's uh, a real thing. You should take know. that as an insult. I don't know what happened to you. I think, uh... Yeah, well, whatever. I so think how you was got you those Carla? Christmas flowers and smoked yourself retarded. No. I could piss in a cup right now. Okay. There were no Christmas flowers. There, there's no follow-up to that. He could just piss in a cup. That's... <laughs> well, <laughs> it's good to know he can still aim. <laughs> So how was your week, buddy? Anyway. Uh, this, this, all right, I I suppose. Did you go see Star Wars? Some medical stuff. No, we're going to see that today. Dude, I can't wait till you find out Kylo Ren is Jar Jar Binks. It's so crazy. I can't wait till I find that out too. It's gonna be like it's a shot from behind, and he takes off the helmet, and then the big floppy ears just flop down, and you're like, that looks familiar. And then, like, the dramatic music swells and the camera swings around to the front of him and he's like, It's-a me, Jaja. Why does he sound like Marty? Uh, 
And that's how he is in this movie. Yeah. That's J.J. Abrams' influences. He's <laughs> a lot more like Mario. Okay. No, that's no, maybe I like way him. older. He he went from being uh, what he was in the other movies hmm. to to being more like Mario. That's right. what age did to him. Does he have, does, does he have the Mario mustache? Uh, no, 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 he's a frog. People, they don't. They no, don't have but he's body got hair. he's got gray spots on his face though, and some liver spots on his hands. It's a little creepy. Overalls? No overalls. No, no. He does jump a, a lot with his fist in the air though. Oh, okay. He wears the mask That's most of the movie. So we can't. Uh, we gotta get there early and find our way around the theater. My wife and I have discovered we are far too old to enjoy the movies mm-hmm. anymore. The last movie we went to was was months and months ago. And I don't remember what movie we saw because we were so frustrated at how the theater was operating. Yeah, I had changed everything. Yeah, like now you get your tickets differently, and then you buy them over here. And yeah, I hadn't been to the theater for like over a year and a half till Thursday night, and then I went to see Star Wars, and because they started showing it here like way early, like it started uh, at the place over on uh, HB Dog Road, uh, at the Stony. Uh, place, Stony, Stony Theater place. Yeah, at the Stony Theater. They started playing it at like six thirty over there the day before it was supposed to come out, which I didn't know. <laughs> so the only tickets we could get were for like a ten o'clock showing that night. So me and Jazz went that night and got second row seats. Nice. <laughs> so my neck like hurt all the next day. All right. And then uh, as soon as I could, I took <laughs> Calvin and Amy back to it the next day uh, to see it again. And, you know, their first time. It was also Calvin's first 3D movie. Hmm. Uh, Is it worth seeing in 3D? Yeah, that's a good question, because that's what we bought tickets for. It's, I mean, it's 3D. I I forget about the 3D, like, 10 minutes into the 3D is the thing. Like, there's a couple shots that were cool, but it's like, they didn't shoot it to be in 3D. Like, 3D is like an afterthought for this Yeah, but I mean, the tickets are like 10 bucks more or something. I don't know. I mean, that's all that was available uh, both times I went to see But it was Calvin's first 3D movie, so the whole movie, he's sitting there (laughs) taking his glasses off and on. Like for the first twenty minutes, like, <laughs> what? Well, that's that's freaking amazing. How does that work? And then like he's like, go, I can see like I look over and I can see him going through his head like, how does this? What are the mechanics behind how this? What is this new technology? Yeah. So uh, no, it's a good movie. It's a good Star Wars movie. There's not twenty five minutes of trade negotiation when the movie first starts. Like Phantom Menace. Sorry, Harlan. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's what you were that's looking forward to. Part. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're 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 messing with me with this Jar Jar thing because I heard there is no Jar Jar in this movie. Well, that's people was trying to keep the surprise from and Kylo I'm, I'm Ren. The really, main bad guy I'm is Jar Jar. Really Bates. gonna cry a river if there's no Jar Jar. He was like the greatest Star Wars character ever. Not even funny as a joke. Not He's even my, funny. Like the only reason I watch Star saying Wars because he buys into the whole Jar Jar was Jar-Jar. a bad guy thing. I'm starting to believe that dude. Uh, I'm starting to believe. That was the original plan, and that's why those movies suck so bad. It's because they had to change it after everybody hated George George so much. The question I have because that's just like George Lucas. Like he thinks he's like so powerful and stuff. He's like, fine, you don't like my guy, fine, you don't get to know the real story, fine. <laughs> the question I really have is: Is there a musical bit anywhere in this movie? No. Okay. No, it's a very violent Star Wars movie too, which was kind of shocking. Like, there's. So stormtroopers storm don't miss with every shot in this movie, which was refreshing. Is there? They could all actually shoot. Are there two extra dishes on the top of the Death Star to make the Mickey Mouse head outline? No. Are there any other cues that Disney Nothing. has its fingers? I've seen it in this twice franchise? now. Nothing. 
Now I've got to look because there's always something because that's how Disney operates. They will be there. Yeah. They I'm just saying for in, a couple of months. In but. two viewings, I haven't seen it yet. All right. Well, maybe well who I'll has an iPhone? After all. I wonder who has an uh, iPhone. I do. Uh, <laughs> you have an iPhone? No. I'm going to get one, though. Why? You like being told? You like preschool phones? I, I kind of like You can go to Walmart and get you a LeapFrog tablet if you want to and get rid of your... Yeah, but I, I kind of like my phone to just work, and I really want it to work with my Apple Watch so I can sync music with my iPod that I download. Do they even make iPods anymore? iTunes on my MacBook, which sometimes syncs phone calls to my <laughs> they're, iPad They're kind of obsolete. They're like phones, except you can't talk on them. And then, and then when I feel like watching one of the movies I got from iTunes, I can use my Apple TV, and it's all tied together in my house with my Apple Airport wireless device. Powered in my Apple Time money. Machine. Make sure you read those terms of service, buddy. From beginning to end. Oh, you mean about how they watch everything I do and so on? Because yeah. Microsoft would never do anything like that. No. They also wouldn't embed advertisements in my start menu based on my browsing history and other usage habits. Tony, how was your week? <laughs> my week was huge. It was a tremendous week. It was tremendous. I don't like this character. Mm-mm, me neither. Bruce, did you uh, take over any businesses or people things. love me okay i can't do this i, I can't even pretend to be yeah, no. like you, it was a strong start but i feel like ronald the stump. i feel like the follow-through was was yeah I just, the ronald there were so many things that like you're sitting here talking about the ipad it, it, you know obsolete where's your zoom at buddy oh. <laughs> hurtful officially dead officially dead well they were hurtful. finally able officially to shut dead. the network down because the last person with a zoom device on that contract finally terminated the account <laughs> right which was jason Jason got really good customer well, I think service. There was though, one after Jason because when he would call in for customer service, he, there was never a wait. There wasn't a long line. Yet. But the you person were, was always mad because he woke him up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just Bill Gates' personal number. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, it's me again. It was a better device than the iPod. wasn't as popular, but it was a better device. Jason, it was the Betamax of VHS. Yeah, the thing tape. you should know about technology, except this come out after the iPod was popular, is the difference. Is, is there. the superior technology? Is it's never the always one the one that, that rises to the top. But it doesn't matter. Like, it, there was no reason why it mattered if I had a Zune if everyone else had iPods. Like, it wasn't like they weren't renting, like, iPod tapes for my Zune. Like, there were no tapes. The like, only it didn't way matter. it did matter is if other people had Zune, you could have used that song to song thing that Zune did, which was, say, like, the cool, the only cool thing I yeah, think. Yeah, the really Zune cool feature over, is you could cha- share your songs with yeah. another Zune, yeah. and so Jason just wandered the wilderness trying to find another Zune. Actually, you just uh, walk around holding it up in the air. After, like, Anybody? four months and never, like, coming in contact with another Zune in the wild, <laughs> I just turned off wireless to conserve battery life. Uh, I had a great week. Uh, my, uh, what was you going to say? No, I, I, I'm, I'm playing along with your story. <clears throat> no, I had a great week. Um, traveled out of town as normal. Came back in. Uh, my wife uh, came in. Uh, was was here at the lodge yesterday, uh, decorating and everything. And 
the proudest, uh, the second proudest moment, uh, two of the proudest moments what? I had was the night that Aaron was raised, and last night my son was made the master of the lodge. So you were proud, proud of your daughter on her wedding day? or I said of my son. Hmm. I said of my son. He was also standing in the uh, dining room. of like, the proudest moments. Beaming with pride, and he had like this, this funny look on his face, just just beaming from ear to ear. So I asked him about it. And said, "You're feeling uh, feeling pretty proud now, huh? Of uh, of Aaron and his uh, his little accomplishments, and and then uh, you're gonna tell him tell him what tell, what, him, tell, tell him what you said your, the the metaphor to describe your feelings of the evening. <clears throat> I forgot. Let's this, see. This I, remember say, I remember something along these lines. The uh, last night was such a whirlwind for me." Um, it was we had a good crowd last night I he's mean, trying to change the subject don't worry yeah. all three of us know what you said yeah. one of us will say I, I, it if you, if okay, you don't I, actually actually this is the deal somebody's <laughs> gonna explain it before he says it no somebody said uh about being proud and everything and i said yeah now i know how god felt right before jesus was getting ready to be crucified there it is you know you know what's going to happen. You know the pain that he's going to go through, but it's something that you have to allow happen for the good of mankind. And so that's kind of the way I looked at it last night is, okay, son, uh, for a brief moment, I've just got to let you go. <laughs> and I know how God felt now when yeah. Jesus was about to be crucified. So what are you going to do in like four or five months when Aaron comes to you and says, Father, if this cup could pass from me. <laughs> Please. Are you familiar with the term being a man of the cloth? The term blasphemy? Because no. I think that just happened. No, that's what I did. What he did was just a... It's actually not blasphemy. It's a very religious... Comparing yourself uh, directly to God. Yeah, it's, it, no. It's, no. It's, he's, how was that? He it, said this must be how God felt. Right. It, what it, shows, it shows that God knows the feelings of mankind. He understands our pain because he... And so I, I it, it drew me closer to him. It, it allowed me to know that he understands, like I understand. Me and God are like this, buddy. That was like the biggest load of, of, of horse stuff. I mean, I'm not even a Christian, and I'm a little bit offended. I mean, that's where we're at right now, Tony. The mensch is watching you. Uh-oh. I don't mean that. To, I really didn't mean that to be blasphemous. I meant okay, it that I You don't have to explain it to me, Tony, but you will have to explain it to God. No, I won't. This is uh, no. I'm, this is not a blasphemous comment. This you, is a you comment. You can't just that, say something and then that, be like, you know, "Oh, that that wasn't blasphemous," because I said you, it wasn't. Okay, you know what? It may I, not I have been on the, the same level. On this. It may not have been on the same nth of the d- degree. It may not have been as intense. But I kind of understood those same feelings that God. God Did I have a stroke, or is he just not making any sense right now? With may not be on the same nth of a degree. No, and it's nothing. Nothing. It's making sense to me. Minutes. I've got it. I thought it was rather amusing because it was. Uh, it was very apropos. Yeah. No, I agree with him, but you, I, you know, I have to troll him a little bit because if you look at him, you can tell he cares about this subject. Could you please uh, <laughs> yeah. describe to our listening audience what you're wearing today, intern? I am wearing a suit. No, that's uh, a shirt. I'm wearing a. I'm festive today. I'm when the show is over. I've got to go meet with my wife, and we're going to my in-laws, which is an experience in itself. Um, And I love them dearly, but we're going to my in-laws for their Christmas dinner, and so I am dressed in a very Christmassy, festive outfit. It's basically a long sleeve uh, shirt. It's kind of like a sweatshirt, I guess. 
It's got it's total red. It's got the white thing. It basically looks like a Santa Claus suit, but without being a Santa Claus suit because it's 117 degrees outside, and uh, and I learned my lesson at the. T- it's like those uh, Harlan mark down that time. That's local. Not local. It started here. You think? Now, now they know. Is right. For narrowing it down. <laughs> well, thank you, Jason. You narrowed it down. There's all over. It's Tex-Mex. It's all over the South. Have hey. you seen them anywhere else other than this state? Okay. Fine. All right. I don't know. I don't do much traveling. Anyway, it's like those shirts that kids wear that's like the t-shirt, but it looks like a suit shirt. Mm-hmm. But it's just a normal long sleeve shirt, but it looks like the Santa Claus And in the shirt. utility belt, there's a beer. Oh, that's, that's a troll. Nice. We're, we're my in-laws, where I'm getting ready to go to, are very conservative, very, very religious, very right-wing, very, and so I'll, and so I go with the flow. You gonna do your Trump impression over there too? Maybe. Okay. Maybe, but they'll like it. He did his hair up. Why wouldn't they? He? Will like it, <laughs> unlike you guys. <laughs> so that they'll be like, yeah, yeah. Um, but and so what? So I'll do little things like they'll, I'll throw in the beer bottle in the utility belt thing, just little that they'll never pick up on. Mm. Bruce, yes, sir. How was your week? Uh, I mean, you know how work's been. Um, other than that, I've got this ongoing saga. What? No, then I'm just laughing. I don't know how work's been because like I'm getting off when you normally get off, so I can only right. imagine what I'm time getting you're off getting off. When I don't know somebody brand new normally gets off, you're or getting a off dead like person you're getting gets off, off like normally whenever you're coming back in the next day. Yes, there we go. Yeah, that's a, that's a good example. Anyway, I, I've had this ongoing saga of uh, I've been trying to build this new computer and it has not been working at all. Like I got all the parts and eventually got them all in, got it all together, and it wouldn't power on at all. Mm. So, did you not wire up the power button correctly? Oh no, it's not in the right spot on the board. Or everything wired correctly. So there's an eight pin uh, ATX twelve volt connector on all all recent Uh, motherboards. uh, Yep, I know where you're going with this. I don't go on because I'm going to rebuild another computer myself in a couple months. So I'm gonna. And those have been on every recent motherboard within the I don't know the last three or four years, I guess. Okay. And you can use a four pin connector as long as it's got twelve volts to it. Okay. As long as your rail's not. Um, blocked by your, I guess probably your video card would be the only thing okay. using that power. Now I didn't have an eight pin connector; I only had the four pin, but it was a twelve volt, so it should have worked. I had it plugged in the right spot, so uh-huh. I pushed the power button. Nothing, no lights, no fans, nothing at all. I'm like, I can't figure out what the problem is. Mm. I, I kind of disassembled everything, put it all back together. So did you take it up to the Geek Squad and let them look no, at it? No, Tony, I'm I'm a man. That'll that'll, so, that'll get you a weapon. That's 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 like the biggest insult I've ever heard. That's like saying, uh, "I'm I'm trying to change my oil in the driveway. Can you leave me alone? Why don't you run it up to Valvoline?" Right, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm like, okay, I can't figure out what's wrong with this thing. This is the only thing I can think of. I'm going to order this uh, little cable that adapts, and it takes like a four pin to an eight pin uh, Molex connector plus the two by two four pin twelve volt connector, and it makes it an eight pin. Okay. So I find this wire. It's two dollars on Newegg. I, I buy a lot yeah. of stuff on Newegg, even though they only ship UPS, which I really hate. It's, but a, good, I, I it's, order a, good, it's a good store. They have good return policies and They such. do. <clears throat> I order it two-day UPS. This wire costs $2.17. Mm-hmm. Shipping yeah. costs $5. Well, I don't remember how much shipping was, but it required a signature, <sighs> which I didn't know. 
for two dollars? Because they don't tell you that. Yeah, items two dollars. You have to be there to sign for it. How, like I get how when, stupid is this? Like I get whenever I order like all the new computer parts and it's like a thousand dollars worth of stuff in this box. Right. I understand yeah, having exactly. to sign for that. If I'm paying, a, if, if I'm paying a grand, yeah, I want to sign for it. Don't leave it there. Somebody might take it. So I ordered this on a Wednesday. I ordered it two days so I can get it Friday because UPS doesn't ship Saturday because mm-hmm. they're a horrible delivery service. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Can't stand them. Uh, and so, of course, they attempt it when I'm at work on Friday. Because that's when, you know, Requires when they deliver, most oh, yeah. people are at work. Yeah. Requires a signature for this $2 thing. And now so, you got to so, go, like... So they just leave the notice on my door. Now you got to go, like, at least an hour away to their hub. Or no, it wasn't available for pickup that day. Well, I'm talking about, like, eventually. Because the only time they're going to try to re-deliver it, you're still at work. Right. <laughs> like, when they bring it back, you're still going to be at work. So right, it's not going to do any good. Right. So that was Friday... And then, you know, they can't do it Saturday or Sunday because they yeah. don't deliver on those days because they're f- awful. Monday rolls around, and uh, you, you can sign the back of the thing and tape it to your door, and they'll leave that. Yeah. They did that, and that's what they did. Hooked the wire up. Didn't fix the problem. Ooh. So For, for future reference, n- n- no joke. If, if, if you say Geek Squad, I'm coming over this table. No, if you're going to ship anything or receive anything, UPS, have them send it over to where I work at. And there's all, we, we get... Literally hundreds of packages and ship out hundreds a day. Next time have it shipped over to there, there's somebody there all day long. We'll sign for it. You come by and pick it up, or I'll give it to you. Most people would have their stuff for UPS shipped to work, but but Bruce and Jason, if I had known it it required a signature to their work, (laughs) if I had known it required a signature, I'd I I don't know. I would done. I would have made other arrangements. So why are you uh, trying to build this hoss of a machine? Is it in preparation for the consumer release of the Oculus Rift? Is that uh, is that why you're trying to get your, your no, specs just, up, buddy? I just you have uh, an aging computer. You got to be able to handle the OR. I just got a pinky uh, little four core. I would. I, seeing as how I'm getting ready to build a computer, I'd like him to get to the resolution of his problem. Uh, there is, as of yet, not a resolution. Oh. I'm assuming either the motherboard or the um, uh, processor is dead. You're cliffhanging but me? I don't, I don't know how to figure out which one it is. I think if is. the processor was dead, the motherboard would still power up the fans and such. I don't think no, so. No. Oh, no, you're right. No, if it's not seated, it wouldn't do it. Welcome yeah. to this so, episode of yeah. Computer Weekly. Yep. Har- Harlan, is there such a way to determine this that you know of? Have you tried to reseat it? I've tried, yes. So, I mean, nothing's happening at all. Which which, you... which is part of the problem, by the way. On that processor, it comes with a, like, one of the corners has a triangle, like, marked yeah. on it. Yeah. And that's supposed to line up with the triangle on the board. Yeah. But it doesn't. The only way it fits in the socket so that the pins that are offset line up is if the triangle's on a different one than what's on the board. Did you get the right socket? Hmm. Yes. Can you use a jumper wire? Yes, I got the right socket. Did you No. Check, did you check that's your... That's not even... No. Did you check your slave and master jumpers? Because that, that could be the problem. Y'all are dummies. Yeah, that doesn't... <laughs> Y'all know I've been putting computers together for 20 years, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've done silly things with the uh, the power depending on the motherboard. See, that's the, the only other thing I can think is MSI. that maybe there's like a short in the power button cable or something like that. No. Something really stupid. Is it an MSI board? Did you try plugging it in and uh, unplugging it and replugging it back in? Is it an MSI board? Wait, is, it, is uh, the computer in fact plugged up? Okay. <laughs> you so, are sure of that? Yes. The last MSI Because the last I one got, I built, I forgot to plug it in. Like, I took the cable over there and then got distracted and didn't plug it in the wall, and I hit the power button like three times. I'm like, what the actual f*** is going on? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. I have plugged and unplugged that computer 30 times trying to figure this out. Is it so, possible in the jostling around, is this a new power supply or your old power supply? It's an old one. 
Is is it possible in the jostling you've you've no. done something to the power supply? Power supplies are hardy. No, they're the not. Last, especially this one. This the is last, a real. This okay. is a seven hundred watt yeah. one. It's it's pretty nice. The last MSI I had, there was actually a separate power connection. Aside from the Molex, like the main twenty one or twenty four yeah. or whatever. Pin oh one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there was another one on the other side of the board. It's like the eight pin, pin one pin that I was talking about. That a, that a four pin fits into. Yeah, but it's an eight pin slot. Okay, well, because I I had missed that. I, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I spent like days. You have to have that. that that's mainly to supply the processor. The other, the other, the big, the twenty two pins for the board. The the yeah. little ones for the processor. I, I mean, so I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna have to send them both back. Hopefully, Newegg will take them. Because They're pretty good about why this I put stuff. Up with Newegg. I mean, you know, if they think it's like DOA, though. all I can say is living without a computer sucks. Ooh, I haven't done that in a very long time. It's bad. Are you using like web TV? Do you want to buy? Do you, do you go out and buy a web TV or something so you can have access to the internet? Well, I mean, I got my phone. Why do y'all guys make fun of web where's TVs? Your, where's your the smart TVs? I from? I love mine. No, like actual Philips web television, where like it was like the internet browser on your television. Well, my TV has an internet browser, but no, you can no, get no, the no, 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 no. You don't know. Web uh, TV I, I, was like a dial-up television. Oh, internet okay. Service. I, I do have a PlayStation Three, which has a web browser on it. And I don't go. know if you know yeah. this or anybody else knows this. The PS Three web browser is the literal worst web browser in the history of mankind. I don't know, dude. I remember Netscape. I remember IE Six, dude. Just saying. It, well, first of all, it doesn't support any plugins. <laughs> so, like that, that knocks ninety percent of internet content. Out. Mostly porn, especially porn. Um, and I mean, there's there's just not much you can do. What is that vibration, Tony? You can't so watch earlier this anything week, anything on YouTube. <clears throat> earlier this week, I was on the side of town and uh, went to a Burger King, and um, I went up and got my food. I had my family with me. Anyway, guys, uh, I've muted his mic because I ain't listening to that bullshit again. Um, so, um. I don't know. So Maybe anyway, that. I'm yeah, I'm gonna send those back, and then when I get new ones, hopefully it will work. I still can't believe you haven't played Fallout Four. Mm. Like that is literally like the most unlike you thing I've ever heard in my life. And then like, this is why. Then like you haven't seen like Star Wars either. Like I don't even know who you are anymore. Well, I've been. I mean, wait, I mean it just came out yet like two days ago. Yeah. Okay, well, I've worked 12 hours Friday, and then I worked like 10 hours yesterday and came directly here to Lodge, where I spent the entire night here. It's called Which you would know if you had stayed, but but you went home early. And your transmission went out, and you had to work on your transmission. I think you followed Josh out of the parking lot. Yes. That is Uh, bullshit. uh, You just didn't see me yesterday because y'all sat in the little room smoking, which I I absolutely cannot be in. And then we came in the big room, and then you left. I mean, I but I'd already sat out there like an hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> anyway, I was out there with Tony. And the anyway, old like Jason, I was relegated to the old people table yesterday. How was your week? It was good. I mean, like work sucked. Star Wars was good, both times. Yeah. Was it as good the second time? Yeah. Really? It's just a good movie, dude. All right. Like it's it's a Star Wars movie. Like halfway through the first viewing of it, I was like, "This is actually a Star Wars movie." Like I'm having a good time here. I have a question. No, I don't. No, you know how you have the force, and you have like the good force, and you have the dark side of the force. Do you think that there's like some connotation? How? No, stop it. The way Mason. Stop it. Go on. What about Alice Crowley? 
You say it. I don't know. I don't know the whole meme. Oh, uh, Jason, I texted a picture of the mensch on a bench to my wife. She has responded in all caps. Yes, thank you, Jason. I'm so excited. Jesus Christ. Observe. Dude, like, I didn't know y'all would really enjoy it. I thought you'd be, like, at least mildly offended, if not fully offended by it. See, now you know what it feels like to me when a troll backfires. (laughs) Like, this this just didn't work. Uh, so uh, like I don't know what it is, but it's like totally worth spending the money on that stupid thing if it was gonna make him a little mad. But that it didn't make him mad and actually made him happy. Like I'm now like regretting spending the money on it. That's how I felt about the shark last week. It was like, oh wait a minute, Jason liked the shark. I think my wife may have ordered one of those sharks too. Um, I have a, I ordered. I, I meant to bring it in. I've got a little Nemo fish. Uh, it does the same thing. And I'm thinking, how cool is that going to be to have the shark and the little Nemo, and we can have races around the lodge room with it, and you'll have, well, like, the shark chasing the Nemo. Well, see, I was disappointed last night because I, I went into the ante room because I forget what I was getting out of there, and I noticed that the shark is still chilling in there next to the furnace, just kind of, like, hanging out. And so I was expecting at some point during the installation ceremonies for that shark to start swimming around the room, and then it never happened. It's amongst other things that never happened last night. I Let say me, as I stare menacingly at producer Bruce. Why? What was supposed to happen last night? Bruce killed my dream. What was supposed? Oh, you didn't even know about it. I know what it is now. Yeah, yeah and you shouldn't have told me. He shouldn't have said I anything didn't about tell it. You. It would be so much better the years installed master. Told everybody. So much better if it would be the so years. So we're going to share with master. the audience what I the think plan you should. was now. I think you yeah. should. Yeah, go on. One, one of you two. Go ahead. This may be the reason that that Bruce got slapped around last night. Slapped around. So now you're admitting you did (laughs) smack him around. Yes. Finally, we have we have that on recording. He did give them the opportunity to to ward off. He did not. He had me literally trapped in the corner, sitting down while he was towering over me. He said, "One, two, three, smack, smack." You you could have got out. It's just you would have had to step over the shards of ashtray and nail all over the floor. That's why he put the nails in that ashtray. He planned the whole thing out. I think I think it's I think it's a wash because the reason he was getting smacked is is Bruce kind of violated something, and then Tony violated damn thing. No, he was going to. The plan was that. here, here in our district at installation ceremonies, we tend to have our our spouses like put our or our, or significant yeah, other. Our, our Josh put mine on, us. then he stroked my beard. I felt very uh, violated yeah. by that. Then usually they, you know, kiss him on the cheek or whatever it may be. So Bruce was gonna have Mrs. Chaplin <laughs> put the collar on him, and then like give Tony a big old wink while it was happening, mm-hmm. and then and then everyone backed out. Not by everyone, everyone, I mean Bruce. Bruce. I mean, you know, I, I I changed it the last second because I was so sure that that she had cleared it with Tony beforehand, and he would have known about it. And and for me, the the surprise of it was was ninety five percent of the effect. And if that was gone, now, it wouldn't have worked. Let me, it would have just been weird because he would have known about it. Let me ask you something, producer. Do Go you ahead. think if the shoe was on the other foot? And Tony had prepared this epic thing that was lined up and had the necessary parties willing to do this. He definitely would have done that. It. That he would have like but backed out. To be fair, out he would have put a lot more effort into it than I did. He oh, would have backed would have, out to preserve your feelings. I, I said two sentences or, to Aaron about this a month ago, and that was it. Or to prevent some kind of awkwardness, or, or like out of concern that it might be awkward for you, or it would be he weird. He thrives on yes. awkwardness. Yes. Awkwardness gives him power. 
Uh, not anymore. I've learned my lesson oh, after last okay. night. No, that's oh, the trolling Tony is over. How many times you, have you sir, said that, Tony? You, sir, have ruined the sanctity of my marriage. Sanctity? Because. Yes. Yeah, he said what he meant. He's wearing Santa, what he he's said. Wearing the Santa. Yeah, I was. Okay. Because, unbeknownst to me, all this was planned out. My wife never said a word Man, to me about Man, that is an it. awesome woman. I can't I believe not, she I kept this no secret clue. from you and so I'm for like, almost two months. I'm like, you knew about this. You were This was what, and you never told me anything oh, about this. And so that leads into, what else have you not told me? Mm. What a, I'm thinking that we've got this good, strong marriage <laughs> relationship, and now I'm questioning <laughs> my very relationship and being to be fair tony we're i'm honest with you and upfront about everything else me and your wife do so i'm gonna go ahead and um say i don't think you've got anything to worry about because you were sitting back here with the men and jazz uh and she come back here to get you because your sister was out there and you had left your sister sitting out there by herself and the dressing down you received from her made everyone in this room (laughs) uncomfortable there were there was no joking she was dead serious it was uncomfortable to say the least it was like we were the kids at the playground and like joey's mama came and got him and drug him off by the ear and 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 all the other kids are like uh 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 uh-uh, uh uh-uh. yeah it was, it was like that. dude it was probably one of the most uncomfortable situations i've ever been involved uh, in i wish in i had seen it really and then, yeah, we had an internet apprentice of. drop his pants in front of the past grandmaster in this room. <laughs> I wasn't hidden here then; I was tiling. Um, and then like Harlan, like really stuck it to me later. Whenever she hung your collar on you, and he leans over to me and he says, "How do you reckon that works mechanically?" <laughs> <laughs> to which my only answer is, I believe there has to be some sort of a stool involved. Like some sort of a step stool. I have I have a lot of fun with with that particular joke, mostly because of how uncomfortable it makes the master. We were at your Halloween party, and I I had him turning seven different shades of red. When you and your wife were were dancing to whatever song it was that you always dance to, the meatloaf thing, and and yeah, he was he was so uncomfortable, and, and I just kept egging it on. Like obviously it works, because I mean, well well you so. <laughs> But, and, and, Worked at least twice. But what, the best part of that whole evening was, like, your son was, was so uncomfortable. Like, it, you could feel it in the air, and I was loving it. Your daughter thought it was funny as hell. Like, she was just playing right along with all of it. So apparently she has, like, no no issues with the idea that her parents are in love and whatnot and do their thing. Your son, on the other hand, gets all kinds of uncomfortable when anyone even goes down that road. Well, the way that works... Mm. Uh, is is tremendous. It's because it's so huge. <laughs> he says as he's got the dreidel between his sausage fingers again. <laughs> oh, and then and then my brother delivers the best line of the evening. My girlfriend, and then introduces each one of the children individually by name, and just says, "And my girlfriend." Oh no, I was talking about my other brother, the inner apprentice. Mm. When uh, yes, oh, that was when good. he said we, <laughs> uh, he's he's my half brother. Anyway, uh, somehow he got started on his thing. I don't remember how he said it. Like you we, said he was adopted. Oh yeah, I said hey, you're just so you know you're adopted. And then he's like, no, I'm not adopted. We came from the same pecker. 
Awesome. And that launched into this whole thing about the brotherhood of man and the family whose father is God's pecker. And there's something about that word that just, I, I don't know. I haven't heard, haven't heard that phrase used since, since I was, I don't know, 12. And that was the fun conversation we were having before uh, Tony came in and <laughs> threw an ashtray and smacked Bruce. And yeah, those things happened. I mean, cool story. Just imagine bro. what Tony would have done if I'd gone through with it. I mean, he hit me twice, and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even do the damn thing. He would have huh. showed you how huge the dreidel is. <laughs> right. We had a good installation last night, though. It was, uh, yeah, yeah, no. We was, had a good, good. crowd. Uh, was good. I had a good installation because uh, Harlan's little baby girl was over here wreaking havoc, so he goes and gets her because, of course, Daddy can get her to be quiet. My daughter was here, too. Brings her over to the... Uh, Hmm. Brings her over to the desk uh, next to me, <clears throat> and then she's relatively quiet the m- remainder of the night. But she has his ear with one hand pulling on it and taking her finger and shoving it as far as she can in his ear, going ear, 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 ear. And then she moves to his eyes <laughs> and starts poking him in the eye with one finger. And I'm sitting here like behind Harlan where he can't see me, looking at her, and I'm going, "No, you use two fingers, two fingers, both eyes, same time." And so then I just, I'm just then handing her weapons. That's what I did the rest of the night. I handed her a pair of sunglasses, which she then tried to lobotomize Harlan by taking the earpiece and going right up the nose with him. And uh, then she poked him in the eye with both like ear pieces, and uh, you know it was a good time. She uh, she wreaked havoc on him, took his name tag off, then got mad when she couldn't get it back on and was smacking him with it. Um, yeah. yeah. No, she beat the shit out of him. It was great. It was past her bedtime. I think the speech that Josh gave last night was very touching. It did, was. Where, where it was. was it? it, was, it was, uh, did I miss it? Yeah. You, you did. I actually have a picture of Harlan's minutes from last night. I snapped a picture while he was typing them up. And it's like normal, normal, normal. Josh failed to make remarks. And then in like 20 point type font, Charlie Foxtrot. Uh, service question mark explanation point question mark. Uh, yeah, that's the minutes from last night. Yeah, it's a draft. That's not how the final minutes look. <laughs> so, no, that came from uh, from our officiant who is performing the installation, who welcomed everybody to our lodge's annual installation services. And then I've ser- services. What? What? I don't see what's wrong with what he said. Mm. What's wrong with what he said? Josh was marshal, yeah. but he wouldn't use the baton because he said that was oh. for chicks. Oh yeah, that 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 was I, I I couldn't fix it by the time I realized what was going on. If you want to be the marshal, you use the damn baton. Well, the only baton we have that. is an Eastern Star baton, and it has the rainbow like streamers coming out both ends of the baton. So that yeah, not surprise well, me. I mean, we could have gone to Walmart and got the one with the little like glitter stars and the liquid inside of it. I felt bad last night when the, with that. when the new master. Uh, was introducing everybody, the past grandmasters, and everybody stood up. And, you know, that was nice. And then he said, do we have any widows? Mm. And that was a little bit. (laughs) He should have said, do we have any Masonic (laughs) widows here tonight? And so, do we have any widows? And so the one state representative, (laughs) the one visitor here, she's a widow. And so she looks around, she stands up. Yeah, I'm a widow. (laughs) 
She's from so the like, state legislature. Like she's like like from the state capitol. Like like our legislator was yeah. here. She's an important woman. And, and so she she didn't get the context of a widow. She said, "Well, my husband's the, okay." Did you explain to her afterwards? No, I, it was so <sighs> chaotic afterwards. I didn't get to. I went out there. And, it's just so odd. She's never been to a social function before where she was asked to speak because she's a widow. Now it was so weird. She's never coming back. <laughs> she said, from an outsider's perspective, this was the first Masonic installation that she's ever been to, and she said she never realized how that it was very impressive to her. And of course, that's what she's going to say. She's not going right. to say, "Well, it really sucked." But no, she she seemed very genuine uh, in that she thought it was a a, a really neat ceremony and a, it was a, good night. a really neat thing. And she had a lot of good things to say about us too. So I saw that post she made on Facebook. What? What? There was a post on Facebook that she made. Yeah, about us. I did not see that. I might have to go look that what up. What did it say? A lot of nice things. It, it was a lot about they do so much good in the community. She talked about the fairs and stuff, and that, what a great group of guys it is. So, it's, I mean, yeah, it's the same stuff she said in Lodge last night. What do you do? Are you falling asleep over there? No, I'm good. I'm awake. You need a Red Bull or something? Or you had to. He's I know, allergic I, I know to the uh, intern said he was going to hook up our coat guy and uh, bring Red to. Bulls, but... Jason, try not to breathe so much into the microphone. I'm hearing it through my head. Dude, I can't, I can't help it. I do not breathe anymore. This is how I breathe now, apparently. This is my life. Like, when the doctor looks at you and says, wow, you're way sicker than I thought you were. Like, that's never a good sign. Like, that's... Like, they should teach you that in doctor school that you never act surprised at how sick someone is in actuality. Like, like even if I had, like, stage four terminal cancer, he should be like, well... You got some time left. I mean, I you know this is good. No, he's just how like much, looks. He looks much, at how much time do you have left? I don't Jason? know, dude. I don't know. Like he just he looks at me. He's like, yeah, you're way sicker than I thought you were. It's like, oh, oh thanks. thanks, thanks, Doc. Appreciate that. It's your it's your bedside manner that I love about you. <laughs> so what are are you are you allergic to something? Everything. <laughs> what type of nuts are you allergic Tree to? Three nuts. <laughs> Tree nuts. What about mm-hmm. these? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yours? Yes. <laughs> no, that's what well, I heard you talking earlier. And I you're like allergic to nuts. every... I mean, you can die if you have a cashew. Yeah. He told me a cashew would probably kill me next time I had one. What? Hmm. And then, seriously, a lot of kids are allergic to peanut butter and all that. I'm not allergic to peanuts, though. Not, not peanuts. The only food I'm allergic to so is you can't eat a Knicker Buddy bar is the, is no. the important thing. No. That's what I'm saying. What would happen? Like, because... Throughout life, You're I mean, there's all, kind, there's all kinds of stuff suck. that have nuts in it. What are you going to do? I mean, if you go to Lodge and they've, my wife had made a uh, sweet uh, potato casserole last night that had pecans. walnuts or pecans or whatever it was mm-hmm. sprinkled on top. Now, what happens if you accidentally eat some of that? Uh, that's what the Everyman's for. For real, you got it. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. pecans aren't as bad as cashews, but cashews will kill me right now. He said pecans, almonds, and Brazil nuts are going to get that bad. So stop eating them, dummy. It would probably be better that the general public didn't have this knowledge. Why? Because somebody wants to get rid of Jason. All they got to do is slide you a cashew. I got an EpiPen now. Just load up a load up a hopper and a paintball gun with cashews. <laughs> and do a drive by. <laughs> you know we love you. Ah. Oh. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a nut gun is a good guy with a nut gun. 
<sighs> Don't infringe on my Second Amendment nuts, Tony. All right, y'all. Now that the show is over, can we maybe do some of these Masonic topics? Or nah, no. Is there anything else you're allergic to? Just curious. Everything. Is it? No, he means everything. Oxygen, Seriously, nitrogen, carbon they did, carbon they did like the back test, and I was allergic to almost everything on the back. But like the ten things that I weren't allergic to on the back, they then did arm test, like with those, and the arm test, like they take an actual syringe and inject you with some of the allergen. Then like all of those, but two had major reactions. Everything I'm allergic to, I'm highly allergic. Like like there's like a like a scale, and like all of them pegged on the far side of the scale is is high. Would this be because of the immune system being compromised due to the super aids? <sighs> Maybe I don't know. Hmm. Super aids, dubious. This is the first I've heard of this. Like you don't understand. Like I went from taking like one pill a day. Uh-huh. To now, I'm on like four inhalers, five pills. Yeah, four inhalers and five pills now, added to what I was already taking. Wow, I'll pray for you. <sighs> I wish you wouldn't. Damn. After the shit I heard this morning, I don't think I don't think he's gonna be taken too kindly to people. Tony's like putting in word for. It. He's like, oh, I'm just like you, huh? Okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm gonna now really that I know listen. how you feel, God. Let me tell you about this Jason guy. Now that I'm on your level. Please, Lord, let him eat you cashews. Know, we're going to have to talk to the new master, though, about the judicious use of the gavel. His very first order of business, as soon as he sat in that chair, was to use that gavel. And That's a good tie-in, but the point of the post was saying that you should use it judiciously. That's what I'm saying. We have to talk to him about using it judiciously. So he should. you're saying he should use it less the post is saying you should use you need more. to there, you, there you were, there were two guys it. arguing in lodge uh-huh. and he and used he the failed to, to seat them He's after after not doing it several times because he didn't want to insult people or whatever no you got to use the gavel that's what it's for well, that, that's what he did and then they sat we've down never, and they came like, up to him after lodge like and apologized maybe, for how they were acting and and you know both of them said they were sorry and because we have a we have a certain person over here um, that's probably going to need the gavel quite yes. a bit this year. And I hope you can talk your son into using it judiciously. But because he's not going to be arguing. He's just not going to shut up. Right, There's he, a difference. He, he was talking while the district grand deputy was talking. I wasn't was, in here. I was out there talking yeah, you, to But you know, He was like the district son. grand deputy was up giving his speech, and Bob's over there. Hey, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, dude. He just, he just he goes on and on. <laughs> He says random stuff too. It's not even important. Yeah. Yeah. Now if we could just get him and Yosemite Sam to sit down together. <laughs> the room would explode, dude. Like that way. That was the fastest I ever seen Jason move last night <laughs> in Harlan. How did you do the circle the block trick? Dude, my with people <laughs> in your car. <laughs> Like, I mean, we, we, there's there's this this gimmick sometimes where sometimes you gotta politely say it's it's time to leave and then and then leave, and then everybody that needs to kind of circles the block and comes back. Tony did this last night, except he did it with his he family, with his family in the car with him. Circle the, circle the block. He came, came back, back with no family. They were gone. It was impressive. I, I have a feeling we're gonna see about the something about this on Nancy Grace tonight. I got dissed last night is what happened. 
My sister, who's from out of town, comes up for the holidays. She was supposed to spend the night with me last night uh, with with our family. Well, and she had her little suitcase and all that in the car, in the truck with, with me. Well, it kind of went late last night, and when I got ready to take her home, she says, I think I'm just going to go back to You've got so much to do tomorrow, and you guys are so busy. I'm, and so she was trying to be really nice to me, mm-hmm. I guess, basically saying, I don't want to stay over your house. I want to go back to my other sister, Donna. And so I took her to my sister Donna's and dropped her off. In the meantime, my wife called me and said that she needed to go shopping at Coe's. If I wanted to go back to Lodge, that would be fine. It was fine. like midnight. It's Christmas time, dude. They got And she's got Coe's cash. Coe's cash, by the way, is a scam. Um, but uh, she had Coe's cash that had to be spent that right then. Mm-hmm. And so she went shopping to Coe's, and that's why I was able to come back to Lodge. It's a very short time frame they give you on those uh, things. Coe's is a nationwide branch. There's stores everywhere that have... Okay, I didn't say anything. And so that's how I was able to come back around and wind back up at Lodge. And by the time I got... You look bad, Jason. So when you're sit, when your wife came in here yelling about how you were ignoring your sister and all this, you don't think the fact that you pretty much ignored her all night long is the reason she went back to her other sisters? I didn't ignore her all night long. I went out there and I had dinner. I ate dinner with her at her table. Um, talked to her. She's a... She's addicted to uh, slots and casinos and stuff on her iPad, and so she like was seriously crush. having withdrawals to be away from her iPad for that long. So. Must run in the family, right? Electronic addiction. What, 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 as he gets out the iPad. I can't wait to the day he leaves that iPad setting somewhere because I'm changing his wallpaper. He, he's got to check and see if there are new Candy Crush levels. Oh. Wait for There's it. a whole new game because I'm caught up on Candy Crush. I'm waiting on them to make new levels. This is called Blossom Blast. It's made by the same people. Speaking of this, I think these electronic games on like mobile devices are a social problem of epidemic proportions. Is he just upping and leaving? I don't know. He's got a pee. All right, Wilfred. We'll wait. Apparently. Anyway, tell us about this Blossom Blast. <laughs> no? No, I'm sorry. I just got a text from my daughter-in-law that said that my grandson was running. Uh, he was running. He's two. And he fell, fell on his face, and it's all swollen up. And so I said, oh, no, is he okay? You get you get texts on your, on your I saw tablet? That, uh, yeah. I saw that rash he had last night. He was not looking... The master almost Very didn't good. make it to the installation. That was he was at co he was at a hospital um pretty much all day long getting him checked out. Yeah. So I'm glad it wasn't a serious thing. Yeah, and it turned out that yeah, that he'll be fine. Hmm. All right, Harlan. So pick a topic. Where's Jason? We might as well talk about this post human mason's thing because jason wasn't here for that anyway and although it's not a very large topic it is very different from the type of things we normally talk about here ah here he comes so these these electronic media games i came in real early last night uh talk with the guy that was cooking food and whatnot and of course the uh the resident warlock was here Mm mm-hmm Super early, like he always is. Right. Except he was just, like, sitting over at the table on his new smartphone playing some, some video game on it. I don't I don't know what it was. I didn't get to see. But 
like the volume was turned all the way up so you could hear it all the way back in the kitchen. Ow! Okay. He didn't talk to anybody. He just sat there and played that game, like, for a couple hours. It was very unlike him. Well, no, he. I think no, that's he exactly what he always does. He solitaire. just plays solitaire on the computer. Yeah, but normally he, like, talks to me when I come in. I, I, I don't know. So, this topic that, that I wanted to, to bring up that Bruce was leading into, I was waiting on Jason. I uh, was nerding out this week and watching uh, or listening to Star Talk on the BBC, which is uh, it's a thing like Neil deGrasse Tyson and some... Uh, Mike Tyson's dad. Yeah, yeah, I know who that is. Some, some astronauts and some Brits and whoever. They were all talking about... He of the chicken empire. Human colonization of space and the possibility of that happening in the next two centuries. And basically the conversation devolved into, yeah, it's absolutely going to happen but it won't really be humans doing it because we've taken control of our own evolutionary chain and we're getting ready to start engineering our progenies with cybernetics and genetic manipulation. So the people going to colonize space won't really be human as we know them. And of course, tying that back to the Masonic context, what happens to our fraternity in this space colonization era, the post-human era, if being human, as we've defined on this show before, means having a penis, being human. What? So it's being yeah. a man. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. All right. So being a man, which is one of the requirements of joining this fraternity, what happens to regular Freemasonry in the post-human era when we're all like bioengineered and machines and whatnot? Everyone is a man or no one is a man. Okay. Do you just change your programming to... to no, hang on. I think more to the point, which I know nobody here has played Fallout 4 yet, but I'm sure some of our listening audience has. The real important question I, I think we need to get into is do we allow synths into Lodge? I, I don't know what that is, but if that's some kind of cybernetic... They're, they're robots that look indistinguishable. From humans, there's well, no way to tell them apart. But what I'm describing in this scenario from from these no, because they talking, can't come into their own free will and accord. Oh, they have free will. Is what if, that what if a machine has AI? What good enough to have its own free will, make its own decisions? I can see where they could have a cord, like the old Woody doll, where you pull it out. Mm-mm. But I don't it's see not what we're talking about here. No, no, I'm talking about humans that have been engineered to be more machine than meat sack. At that point, you're not doing, like, Darwinian reproduction anymore. So there isn't really male and female. You're it's, you're, you're growing. Aaron? It's Aaron. Oh, okay. We just got a group text you completely ignored, and I had no idea who it was from. Well, I'm on the show, me, so I... Yeah, me and Harlan both looked at it. Are we doing a show? You got it, like, a yeah. little later. So... How do how do we go about defining the qualifications for being a Mason in the post Darwinian being a cyborg era? of legal age coming under the voice box? Uh, it's food for thought. I don't know. I mean, there's not really. It's, it's, it's well, according to these people, we're going to have to be addressing these questions within the next two centuries. And <laughs> what I'm hearing is yeah. not in my lifetime. Two centuries is not very long in in Masonic terms. Just just not in my lifetime, though. I mean, I I realize we got to get over the hurdle about black people being human or not first, but beyond that, 
at some point we, we got to address the issue of, uh, of, of the sodomizers among us. And then, and then we'll move on to, but at some point we're going to have to answer this question about, about the, uh, non-reproductive entities that we've engineered ourselves into i guess if there's i a, don't think that's ever gonna happen gender Harley. existence i, I don't i don't think we're gonna eliminate gender as a whole i believe we might become more machine than man but we're still gonna have a penis because sex is way too fun and it's it's a fundamental like human part of its existence it's the same reason why Although we could probably make food pellets that will give us all of our, our daily like vitamins and nutrients, we're still going to eat some steak because steak is delicious. Yeah, but if you could do the genetic engineering to make other things like, I don't know, freeze-dried broccoli taste delicious, which could be done. You could also do genetic modifications to... Sex? Yeah. I mean, you know, you to just... procreation? Well, I, I picture in this in this bygone era, like uh, sexual reproduction won't be a thing. Like it'll be like the Asgards and Stargate. Like we'll just grow new people. People always gonna uh, people always gonna f- fun Harlan because it's fun. Like I'm fixed. I can't I can't procreate with this thing anymore. I still use it all the time though. Do you know what I'm saying? I so do know what you're saying. The pitcher gets in, the catcher doesn't. It's because you're you're genetically wired to. But what I'm trying to tell you is people are always going to want this experience. Because of genetics. Whether they speak it out loud or not, I want my kid to be able to have fun. Like, even if he can't have kids, even if there's something wrong with him and he can't have kids, he still need. I still would hope that he gets to to do the nasty. Yeah. So you, you, push, you push the right sequence of, of buttons on your cyborg meat suit and it, it throws around the hormones the like That's, sex. Dude, no. It's not going to be the same because, first of all, if you've got a button you can push to have an orgasm, then you're going to wear that button out. You're just going to be like, bop, mmm, bop, mmm. Then you're going to die. It's like the mice who can push the button and get the little yeah, bit exactly. of heroin or whatever it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sex push it, push is, it till is they die. a lot like heroin, actually. They they have a lot in common. So they're never going to give us the button. It's Powerfully all, uh, addicting. Serotonin and dopamine. That's spend, all everything is. Spend the rest of your life trying to trying to chase that first high, mm-hmm. and it's never going to... It's never as good. Uh, well, well, maybe that's a bad example. It is. <laughs> Wait, are we talking first, about drugs or sex? Well, so I was trying to tie... One of them the gets better, one of them gets worse. Yeah. I was I was basically trying to tie in the cycle of... of like self-destructive behavior i guess yeah i guess yeah self-destructive behavior you go through to acquire either or because you're addicted to them and you do a lot of things that are not in your own Mm self-interest to acquire the drugs or the sex i just always the difference is the sex thing is kind of hardwired into us a little more than the drugs are i don't know i'm pretty sure heroin addicts like something got rewired it's hardwired in there yeah, but that's not. But to permit. seek out heroin in the first place isn't hard- hardwired. Not necessarily, and yeah, also that. Where to seek out sex is hardwired in us. Nobody just wakes up one day and they're like, "I'm going to do heroin today." Yeah, like they you. must. So otherwise, why the hell would you do it in the first place? Because they wake up one day and they're like, "I was doing this drug yesterday, and it was not as good as it could have been." I bet heroin's a little better. Yeah. And then it is. Yeah, actually, that's yeah, hundred percent it. Mm. I still say they're both uh they both mess with your brain chemistry and 
Oh, well, absolutely. But I don't That's think sex messes work. with your brain chemistry unnaturally. Well, no, because we were know. built for it. We were not built for heroin. In either case, you still resort to self-destructive behavior to get more of the thing. Some people do. That's some true. people do not. Uh, I would say that you are definitely in the former category. Oh, I'm where I, oh you want to talk about me. I mean, I'm self-destructive in every way, shape, and form. You can be self-destructive. But both of those will probably not be issues in a post-human society. Right, because you, you but can I think engineer sex, them. You will always have gender. You will always have sex. I'm sorry. Like Even if it's not necessary for procreation anymore, I don't see humans evolving ourselves past the need for sex. I just don't yeah, see we're it. We're kind of already in that era. I mean, when you can just pick and choose and discard and assume your gender, like... Like transsexualism is is not even like a thing anymore because now there's this whole thing with with gender fluid people. But they still like a whole they still be f-ing though is what I'm trying to tell you. Like even though today they're a woman, tomorrow they're a man, they're still doing it with somebody at some point. Today it's a woman, tomorrow it's a man. I mean, whatever they want to do, more power to you. But I'm just saying, they're still doing it. Okay. I don't see a point where we're engineering humans that don't want sex. Well, because you're not looking at it from the standpoint of the state and our blessed overlords. Do you know how productive the human species could be? We can already. Oh, I'm sorry. I did not productive. know we were we were talking about some dystopian future where people are are. We are already so entirely unproductive by choice. That's not that's a that's not a good example, Harlan. I mean, I know some really lazy virgins. <laughs> like our our corporate overlords would uh, it'd be a better workforce for them. Okay, so in that case, when we're talking about a dystopian future, we are the resistance. We're hooking dudes up with chicks and letting them get laid, and then they're coming and fighting for us in the resistance. In this dystopian future you're describing at this point. That's we're awesome. The, so it's not like nobody wants to government. have sex anymore, but now sex is illegal. Yes. And there, there's like a there's like an underground yeah. movement. Like, like we're the, we're the, the, no, so, some of them, some of them get an awakening where they're like, you know, I think I want to put this thing I got here in something else. Mm-hmm. And when nobody else has that urge, except for the select few. And that's how we get our members huh. is we recruit from the sex deviants. It's like the matrix. As the government would call them. Yes. But exactly like the matrix, except now they can f- rabbits hmm. and fight for our side against the, our horrible, uh, non sex having overlords. No, I bet the overlords still have sex. Oh yeah. Of course they do. They just don't let the commoners do it. You have like a license or something. I don't know. Uh, and then like the agents from the Matrix will be like just eunuchs who go around and so stop so this from, went so far away yeah. from what I was trying to get to. Yes, but, because but, what you're trying to get to is just as ridiculous as what we did. I'm sorry, but I, that's really what I believe. I don't okay, see us well, ever just evolving. Jump, jump the gap, Jason. If that happened. Then the fraternity either lets in everyone or no one. <laughs> We're either dead or we let in everyone. Your call. Because all of our reasons for guess, keeping out a woman, because all of our reasons for keeping out women are no longer existent if everyone is the same Ken doll crotchal region person. A smooth crotch would make things much easier. Definitely make my pants pants fit better. As far as upkeep and you know, yeah. that's what happened with the Asgard Comfort- you know, comfortability. Walked around naked because they didn't have genitals to worry about exposing. So. Yeah. Next topic. Now you can't hang on. You can't get on to us for going into the sci-fi region. Then you're talking about the Asgards, whatever <laughs> yeah. that is. 
walking around naked because there's no. Well, no, you guys started it. I just uh, no. Then we come back to your thing. I mean, like seriously, like why? Like if everybody's the same gender, if there's no more gender, if everybody's just human, no gender, why not let everyone in at that point? Because where I was trying to steer all of you with the Kabbalion and that whole hermetic principle of everything has polarity and everything has gender human so you're saying not it's always going to be there even if there aren't two physically different genders there's going to be something yes that splits us into a which a, is a my point. Is according minus, to hermeticism, will. that's just the nature of the universe. Which is, which is my point, is, is, is that there won't ever not be genders. We've already got names for them. We've already got them called. Even if the need for sex goes away, there's still going to be male and female, even though they're not serving their reproductive purposes. There's still going to be people, because we already have those names. It's not like we're starting from scratch and making a new being. Like, we're evolving. So you're going to stick with male and female, even though maybe you ain't got the parts no more. Why would you? Why would you not? Why would you make up something else? These people are the alphas and these people. Why would you change them? Why not just stick with male and female? If you don't have male or female genitalia, then you're not, there's no, you would not have male and female. But his whole point is. If we have asexual reproduction, you'll no longer have, you're just being silly. No, but his whole point is, is there's always going to be a male and a female. There's always going to be a masculine and a feminine. That's, that's the philosophy anyway i mean no one's ever tested it but but like, it happens uh, in everything dude every just, living just one organism of those things that we're going to redefine much. as we get closer to that yeah, point I mean, that's not something you can well, bacteria reproduce asexually yes male and female this is a ridiculous conversation all the way around and i love how you got mad at me and bruce we're for not gonna be even more ridiculous like bacteria we're just gonna be clones by that point well yeah i'm just Get, I was going back to the hermeticism. Everything is gender thing. Everybody's like, going to start there... from the same root, and then you're just going to plug in the, the DNA you want, you want the thing to have, and it's going to grow into a person. Everybody's going to start from the same root. They're going to begin it's funny to me. from the same pecker. Yes, we will all share a common pecker, if you will. Mm. Thank you, Brother Cubed. <laughs> He was so matter-of-fact about it, too. Oh, yeah. Like, he didn't understand why everybody was laughing. Okay. <sighs> stupid. It's not stupid. It was much more interesting last night, maybe because you weren't here to talk about how stupid you think it was. Oh, well, good news. I probably won't be here for a lot of Afterlodge Life anymore. Mm. Twilight years mm. of aging fraternity. That was just a photo shoot. I thought there was going to be some content in that. There wasn't. Well, I'm tying that in more to, like, somebody got out their spreadsheet and put in all the numbers from, like, 1950 to now, and they're saying, Masonry's going to be dead in 2047. (laughs) Like, they projected the end of Masonry (laughs) according to our current decline. Well, good. We don't have to worry about the... uh Male and females not getting No, it won't, won't be an issue. Fantastic. I mean, but there's been like a whole, solved. whole lot of posts lately about how the fraternity is dying. Uh, we've said it before. I'll say it again. Strongly disagree. We are returning to our pre-waves. Post-war boom. Plus, you said from 1950? That's not a very long time. That's not a fair assessment either, because yeah. 1950 was like the peak of, <laughs> of the history of masonry. Well, yeah, they just plugged in all the historical data and then said, program complete this chart. That's what I'm saying. you got to go back, like, a lot farther than 
60 well, years. We don't have numbers from those those times. But it's like not even taking into account. Like that chart wasn't even taken into account. Like a lot of us will still be alive that year. So mm. if we're still alive, there's still going to be right masonry. Mm. Like uh, uh, you know, um, you're charged wrong, buddy. I, I think we're still probably going to decline a little bit. Yeah, we got a little ways to go. Not too much further though. I think we're getting close to the balance point, at least here where we live. Other states may differ. I mean, last night, uh, out of all the officers we stalled, I would say yeah. all of them except for two are under the age of 40. Well, three. I forgot about the one guy. Three. Forgot about the chaplain? No, I forgot about the chaplain. I know is well above 40. Well above 50. And the I think Tyler. he might be above 60. Damn. The Tyler wasn't installed, so high on you, sir. And the senior deacon. Aha! That was who? Chaplain? Uh, senior deacon. That's the three. The that treasurer. I am under 40. F*** ah! you. Um. <laughs> I love how he's just sitting here trying to prove me wrong. Like, that's all he's doing right now. He's just... The that point was, is, it's a young group in the chairs. That was that's, a point that's, that's, that the, that's the upswing. district deputy person made last night about the the amount of youth that was going through the lodge and youth. and then he, he made his uh i see you utes here uh that's two, good two utes <laughs> i love i love the thing you love about freemasonry is that you get to be 30 and get to be a youth right i feel like, like a kid again you're the masonic youth you're only like 30 well yeah it's i mean there are a lot of people here in those chairs i'd say it's below 30 your brother's below 30 the master's under 30. Yeah, the master's under 30. Um, I'm under 30. No, you're what? Yeah. Are you? Yes. I mean, maybe physically, but not mentally. Uh, you're the oldest person here mentally. But the comment he was making about is you've got all these utes uh, going through the chairs, and you've got a. Uh, and it, he was talking about, like, at his lodge, you know, they just keep recycling the master. You know, who wants to be master this year? You want to be master this year? Right. And they don't really have that. Um, and so if you're in that lodge and, and all you have is, you know, the four, five, seven guys that they just take turns being master every year, uh, yeah, you're going to think masonry is on its demise, that all the, you know, we're aging out and we're almost done. Well, a lot of lodges are aging out and almost done. That That's part of the transition back to normalcy is a lot more lodges are going to consolidate and close than, than have already. I think the other issue is you've got you had all these people in, in that were in uh, masonry uh, for years, and grand lodges and lodges got to a certain point of spending and a certain point of prominence of, of what they could do, and then when they can't support that same level of spending, and the grand lodge rather than downsize closes down uh, or just d- dissolves then they're like oh masonry's over no then you'll have a bunch of individual lodges still in the state that don't pay their dues to the grand lodge they they will reform i don't think it's going to go away they'll reform paul said the mm. grand lodge you will have with you always he's really hung up on paul this weekend oh dude they talked about paul for like an hour last night i talked about paul for a lot longer than that before anybody got here with uh with red we, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I heard that too paul's my hero Hmm. He says sarcastically. He's, He's an example of what a Jew for Jesus should be. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. That's pretty good. 
He I'll brought, give, I mean, I'll give it to him. He brought structure and an existence to a religion that would otherwise just kind of be this formless peace, love, and groove hippie thing. Because without Paul, I mean, I hate all you got you, is that Jesus guy. He was a little bit essential to what like, like became... You, you can't have the church... If all you got's that Jesus guy. I mean, without like, Paul, like everybody no just loves one another. There's no like, rules. Nobody's burning anybody at the stake, torturing anybody, telling you that you're going to hell for this or that. I mean... But if it's not structured... Without Paul, it's, it's just not a chaos. religion. Without Paul, it's just chaos. Yeah. It's just everybody loving one another, doing good deeds for one another. There was no hate before Paul. Paul really... Paul really is the whole reason for a lot of a lot of these people that are able to hate. Because Paul said you should hate a little bit. I know Jesus said love one another, except Pretty for brief the, summation. I mean, it's not Jesus all said bad. love one another, but he didn't mean those faggots. You gotta hate them fags. Am I right, Harlan? Yeah. No, oh, I mean, and them Jews. Gotta hate them Jews. Who's coming in? Paul's also the guy that, asshole, that okay. said that if you don't work, you don't eat. So I mean, you know, that's a very Jesus-like thing to say. He really listened when Jesus was alive. I could tell he paid a lot of attention. Well, yeah, Paul he was. He knew the guy intimately. You guys they are getting were, on Paul. I think Paul's a Jesus misunderstood character. He, he, seriously, he's a misunderstood character. When you just said, if you don't work, don't eat, that had nothing to do with laziness. That had everything to do with they thought that Jesus was coming right back, and so they quit their jobs, they sold their possessions, they sat on the hillside, and they, they watched the sky. And Paul came along and says, dude, what are you doing? You, you have to go to work. you you, you got to go back to your daily lives. You can't just quit everything you're doing and sit on this hillside and wait for Jesus to come Thank back. Thank you, Tom. You bunch of damn hippies. So it's not, I mean, I'm, that's kind of. He, he was essential. They, Paul they was took, a shill for corporations. That's kind of deep in its own. <laughs> you can take anything. You can take the Masonic Institution. You can take anything and take a few little splices out of it and use it for your nefarious purposes. Paul's the one and who come up with a Republican Jesus who hates the poor people and and wants to cut welfare and not feed the hungry. Not necessarily. Yeah. People take snippets. I didn't ever see Paul working in no soup kitchens, did you? Paul was a fisherman and Paul continued no Paul, I take Paul, it back. Was, not Paul was not the fisherman. I'm sorry, I was getting ready to Paul I was part of the legislature. Peter. And then he lost his office and and went and started his own party with, with, yeah. Again, he is the Republican Jesus guy. That's what I I just said that like five minutes ago. Nearly every time you listen to a hardcore... I alluded to your comment by saying again. Every time you hear a hardcore fundamentalist come out against something or say something or whatever, he uses the words of Paul. That, That is true. Very rarely do you ever hear a fundamentalist, if you think about it, use the words of Jesus or to, to, or Mark. To, to come out against anything because they can't. Jesus didn't really he, – he wasn't a condemning person. Well, he, he had that one episode where he went a little bit crazy with the money changers in the temple. Well, he a little he bit crazy. basically did what Tony did last night before he punched yeah, me in the I face mean, twice. He, he kind of broke some ashtrays and flipped some tables and stuff. Uh, Piles of glass and nails yeah. everywhere. I feel like I feel like those were the Joel Olsteins of their time <laughs> that, that well, he got violent with. That's that, that's one of my favorite like things i ever seen on Facebook, and it probably didn't originate for Facebook, was, was every time somebody asked you what would Jesus do, bear in mind that f- turning tables and flipping his shit is a complete possibility for something that Jesus might do. But you, only to like the Joel Olstein types. 
You have just a lot. people who I used to see those bracelets, mm-hmm. WWJD. I always thought that was Whoops. what would Jason do. It was. Mm. It was. Also, blowing up abortion clinics. That's uh, that's definitely uh, not a Paul thing. That's. I don't know where that comes from. Jesus. Reverend, who did that come from? First of all, Christianity was never designed for me to tell you how to live. Christianity was designed to tell me, myself, how to live. I'm responsible for me. And where Christianity goes wrong is when we try to tell other people how to live their lives. If we all worry about ourselves, then everybody would love Christians. That kind of sounds like uh, where certain political parties have gone wrong, too. Blasphemy. Yeah. Blasphemy. No, biblic, biblic, uh, yeah, the... What? Biblical. Dude, you're going to have to work on your vocabulary for this <laughs> church cast, and your pronunciation is going to need a ton of work. No, Not if I want to appeal to the masses. Yeah, especially, you know, the masses from this area. Can't sound like one of them highfalutin, overeducated college preachers. We like our preachers without going to seminary school around here. If you use words I don't understand, I'm going to think you're insulting me. <laughs> and I'm going to act accordingly. <laughs> and I will not take kindly to that, sir. Mm-mm. Not at all. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the new Grand Lodge logo for over at Ugly? You know, for an institution that prides itself on time-honored heritage and tradition and, you know, ageless ritual and so on, why would you go redesigning the damn seal? Because... To make it look more modern and hip and flat and... Because it looked like some old stuff. Yeah, I mean, who comes to Freemasonry wanting to be part of some old stuff? We need Not me. That's how you get the youngins in. Sunshades and and, and (laughs) new-looking logos. Sunshades. You put all that old yeah, historical stuff in. about sunshades in about a hundred episodes. We yeah. need to bring those back. It's, it's, it's for, it's well, for, we haven't been that's, able. That's to get, for the old people of the After Lodge podcast. It's not for the new. Youngsters. Jason hasn't been able to get enough petition signatures to get us enough sunshades to keep talking about. Them. Believe it or not, whenever I offer them a sunshade to sign a petition, they are not interested in the sunshade. I have no like, idea why. They were going to sign the petition, and then you offered them a sunshade. And then they said, mm-hmm. do I have to take it? And it's, if you sign the petition, you got to get the sunshade. And they're like, I don't want to do it that bad. Well, I told them, like, you get to choose which one. The oversized sunglasses that cover the whole front windshield or the California raisins. Those are your two options of sunshade. Then he goes back to it, his car. That's it. That he, is their new logo? Yeah. Not exactly, but it's He gets really in the car, that. and there's another sunshade. Because this thing calls it the Hungry Bluebird, and that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> take the red out, and okay. that's it. That's like the difference. So it's that thing minus the red. Yes, it is not. Uh, I'm not a fan. That, what, so, so like the square and compass don't even. No. Turn that back around here. I caught a glimpse of it. The red kind of looked like a G-string. <laughs> it did. Somebody did one of those that looks like Kermit the Frog. They changed the colors and it looks like Kermit the Frog. And it's dead up Kermit the Frog, dude. <laughs> so what are the things on the side supposed to represent? I don't know. The wings. 32 what? degree Scottish right. No. Oh. For so ugly? That's uh, just what it looks like. Well, their old symbol had like two winged angels holding a shield. 
I think what appeals That's about this fraternity is the ancient and the history. And if you try to make it look modern, make it fit in, then you lose you lose what makes us different. I feel like when you go to a Grand Lodge uh, or when you go to a meeting in England now, it's going to be like a Chipotle where you can't have a conversation at the table while you're eating because the music's too loud and it's these obscure hipster bands you've probably never heard of and the, and the talking heads. So basically it's it's just someone got Jason. It's like riding in my car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're going to vote it down, right? I mean, how do No, they... it's done. Because, like, you're, you're riding along in Jason's car with him, going somewhere, and he's kind of, like, head-bopping, like, really enjoying whatever song's on the radio. And then you recognize one, and you're like, ooh, I like this song. This is by so-and-so. And he's like, oh, this song's awful. And then he hits the button and goes to another one. Well, yeah. no, it's not everybody. It's just you. If you like it, it must be horrible. So I immediately changed my opinion of it in an instant. Meh, meh, meh. So yeah, that's everything that's on the board. Do we have a show yet? Uh, we've had a show for ever. We we really got to stop with these like three hour editions. Of we've the never done a three hour show. Uh, I feel like we we were close to that for the the. We will never have a three hour show. That's absurd. I just cut. We do like a show an, every week. I just cut like an hour out of it. So, Some people do an hour show every day, so it's not. Some people that get absurd. paid to do this. We get paid to do this by who? Who gets we? Canada Dry Ten. Uh, they sent us a royalty check with that letter. <sighs> do you know all how right. many cans of Canada Dry Ten were sold that we got five dollars in royalties? Those were all the ones that were brought here for that episode. In the spirit of the holiday season. I do want to say now, something. No, what holiday? Because last night, y'all had the lodge room, or you had the dining room decorated, and it was Happy Holiday. There was no S. It was just Happy Holiday. <laughs> so there's only one holiday. <laughs> and I was like, what holiday? And then I looked on the other wall, and there were one? three Merry Christmases. I was like, oh, that one. That's the one he means. The major holiday. Uh, because Hanukkah. Uh, New Year's I want Day. To welcome, I, I want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Uh, I, 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 Why don't you say Merry over. Christmas? Do you work at like Kroger? Hanukkah's over, so I you're not wishing a happy Hanukkah to anyone. I personally want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, but whatever your faith celebrates this time of year uh, for the winter solstice. Christmas is but, not really a religious holiday anymore. Everybody, I celebrate Christmas. Harlan celebrates Christmas. Everybody celebrates Christmas. Okay. It's not really a religious holiday. Also, I went to this huge light display here in town. It's like, I can't really talk about it because it's like a town thing. And it's like this really cool thing on top of the lights. Like, because you get to drive through an area you shouldn't be inside of. Uh-huh. And what, what's, you got a mic in your hand. Say you the mic. You're yeah. Pagan. Oh, yeah, no, I'm total pagan. Um, and no, no, he's not. One of the last turns in the thing, and you come up on these lights and it's like, remembering jesus there's this huge light that says remembering jesus and there's all of like jesus in the manger and the reason for the season is jesus and then right after that is three chanukah lights there's a dreidel a menorah and a smaller dreidel and then we're right back to the jesus stuff <laughs> it was hilarious you were at the uh juice for jesus corner i see I'm guessing that's what it was, because it was just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, here's a dreidel, and, and yeah, these people are cool too. And Jesus again. But that's part of the season. Without Jews, there wouldn't have been a Jesus. Jesus was a Jew. So, so without, without the Jewish re- tradition and religion, we wouldn't have had a Jesus. Not Paul's Jesus. 
And then if also if it wasn't for the Jews, Jesus wouldn't have been crucified. So the Jews play <laughs> a very oh important yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not making so you uh, so the Jews played tell, tell a very us more, Mel Gibson. They played a very important part in the season in the, in the whole scheme of history. So made him stay in a barn because they're too cheap to let him have a hotel. I get it. I, I can tell you that that those Romans had nothing to do with any of this. Romans were pretty nice people. They, they were mistreated anyone ever, especially not the Jews, and especially not that Jew. They actually kind of treated the Jews nicer than they treated everyone else. You guys just complained more than everyone else. <laughs> 3,000 years of beautiful tradition from Moses to Sandy. But I want to wish everybody a happy, a Merry Christmas, a happy holiday season. And in the spirit of the season, I'm going to put a request out there to the – to the. Uh, um, um, Use your words. Um, past master. Sound it out. To the past master mm-hmm. and to the coat guy. Please – don't be offensive to each other. Nope. Be peacemakers. Learn not, to get along. I do not agree with um, this. I'm enjoying their their witty banter back and forth. You know gonna well, it's it anyway. really only witty on one side. Uh, Ooh, harsh, <laughs> harsh. <laughs> We're not going to say which one. <laughs> harsh, harsh, harsh. Coat guy, we love you. Uh, Backup sensor. <laughs> oh God, that was horrible. You got involved in that. It wasn't witty on your end. Oh, I kind of wanted to smack you. Uh, Coke guy, we love you. Uh, we love you listening to the show. We love your comments. Uh, Past master, we love you. Uh, and uh, hey, I want to give a special shout out to Tiki guy. Uh, <laughs> Tiki guy. It's, his name's Tiki Joe. Please get it right. Is it Tiki Joe? Yes. Tiki Joe. Yes. I want right to give a special price. We left you out of the hundred. I didn't leave you out. Not to be confused with Tiki John. No. I didn't leave you out. I apologize for it immediately. Well, we're personally. apologizing on the show, giving him airtime. I am apologizing okay. on the show. Tiki guy, you're I apologizing love you. because Jason forgot him. Um, Jason's been sick. He's 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 got all these uh, allergies. Everything. Everything going on. So um, I want to Tiki Joe, Jack, Joe, Joe. Which is it, Tiki, Joe? Tiki, Tiki Joe, Joe, we love you. Seattle Shriner, thank you for your input. I want to just ever who am I leaving out? Um, no, that's so, everybody. You got everybody. Sure no, no, I'm leaving out so many people. Basically, everyone. I want to. I want to thank you uh, for listening to the show, for supporting me, um, and uh, uh, helping me to become a valued member of this show. Uh, we have de- decided to. Uh, Shorten the internship in a private discussion. No, we haven't. And, uh, no, that never happened. And well, it was a very private no. discussion. It was Tony and was no one no. else. Yeah, it was. No, it was. It, I was here when he when he asked this, and it was a resounding no from both me and Harlan. I I didn't speak to this issue. Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> you didn't argue against it. I love you all. Thank mm. you, uh, uh, Ronald. Merry Christmas to our brethren. Wherever dispersed about the globe. Did you know in Australia, it's this summer? Yes. Yes, I I, I did know that. Um, And it's their Christmas? People always say that, like, it's just Australia. How can you have Christmas in the summer? How's that even right, Tony? The the Brazilians do it. Is that not, like, I don't know, anti-Christian? Isn't it, like, kind of witchcrafty? When, when Christmas came about, it was basically through the West. It's all based upon the Western, where 
people live in the West. Uh, a particular place in the West. Yeah. Uh, Rome. And so that is how the date got put there. Yeah, that's how the date got put there. Okay. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Is that it? CB, you joined us for like the last two minutes. Yeah. You never said a word. Thank you. Thanks for coming on, Colonel. In time. Uh, I guess we'll put a lid on episode 103 of the After Lodge podcast. Brought to you from the, uh, I don't know what we call this anymore. The, the Tony-filled back room of, <laughs> of your local lodge? The, the Tony-filled back room of a lodge near you. You can find the show notes for this or any other previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge@gmail.com. If you don't really want to type all that, you can leave us a voicemail. Find the number in the show notes, because I never remember it. And all of the cool kids are still on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign, Freemasonry. I'm tired. All right, I'm out of here. I'm going to go see some Star Wars. Bye. Later. If you just said something, I didn't hear what it was.